Sup, noobs. We are your professional casual gamers. And you're listening to Train Noobs. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Train Noobs Podcast number 18, episode 18, uh, issue 18. It is actually the week of Halloween, so I wore a respective shirt if you're watching on the youtubes it is a skull made of cats it's actually a really cool it's shirt not, i didn't i couldn't yeah it's i couldn't it's tell not, it was cats until you said it was. yeah it's not it's not um i i, I had to be very careful about my words i couldn't say it's a cat skull <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a big difference between a skull made of cats and a cat skull. yeah it's so basically if, if you drop watching the youtube uh it is a shirt that has a pattern of a skeleton face on it, a little skelly face, and uh, a human skull. Yes, and there you go. It has like it's made up of a compilation of cat pictures, all black and white. I like it. It looks cool. So it's nice and silly, just the way I like it. <laughs> that is awesome. Cool, man. And when you when you started the podcast, you said episode eighteen. You figured it out real quick. I thought you were gonna be like, oh shit, what episode is it? I, you, you pulled it out of your ass real I quick. I forgot for a second. Like I, I have to go in uh, before you know before we start recording this video, I have uh-huh. to go in and change the settings and the name and everything to be the episode number, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, luckily enough, I already uh-huh. did that, so I remembered. Right. Uh huh. God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> After almost eleven years, I know how to annoy you if I want to. It's so easy. I'm, I'm more, I'm not, I'm not concerned about you interrupting me. I don't give a shit about that. I'm more concerned about how it's going to sound when we produce the podcast and I'm trying to make a point and talk in something and you're just constantly interrupting me. So episode 18, I couldn't even remember. I had to look it up when I was writing the show notes. So now it's not even to the point where like, oh my God, I have I it in know. my show notes too. It says episode 18 yeah. right there. <laughs> I was thinking at first, that's what you did. <laughs> it's actually been 20 weeks we've been doing the show. So how many months is that? That's something like 72 months. Something We're like pretty that. close. Yeah. Yeah. About 18 years. Yeah. Something like that. At least it feels like that. Every time I have to sit down and write show notes, I'm like, fuck show notes. <laughs> I don't want to write show notes anymore. Well, I guess that's all it takes is 20 weeks of writing show notes. Uh, we had some pretty good discussion on the pre-show. Uh, we did. If you don't know how to get that, you can head over to Patreon. Give us, what is it, a quarter? Patreon.com slash train noobs. Give us a quarter and you get the pre show. It was a 25 minute pre show. You get that for 25 cents. I discussed Look at that. Uh, a penny a minute. I discussed vaping for a bit. Uh, we did a little bit of singing and then we came back we and did. bullshit for a little bit longer right before we started. He didn't know I was recording. It was kind of funny. Um, oh, yeah. It was, it was real funny. <laughs> well, once you realize oh you're still recording yeah i thought you said you weren't going to no dumbass i said i was gonna pause it oh. well uh i guess we probably should just just jump straight into it and how our weeks have been uh yeah really quickly because we got so much news holy shit you have 11 quick mentions to go over <laughs> yeah i do uh so i just i i did i played quite a few games over the week um Currently playing League of Legends a lot right now, um, powering hard through that, and uh, trying to get get to gold before the end of the season. I'm currently silver one at seventy something LP, so I'm pretty close to gold. Uh, so I just got to get to hundred LP. If you don't know how the system works, you got to get to hundred LP, and then when you get to hundred LP, stands for league points. When you get to hundred LP, uh, you have to finish your or, s- series or lick potential knives 
Where the fuck did the K come from? Silent. Anyway. When you get to 100 LP. <laughs> I thought you were going to get lost for a second. No. 100 LP. I'm still trying to process how the K would be silent. <laughs> the K is silent in the word knife. What do you mean? Okay, where's the N come from? Silent as well. Uh, okay, and the I? Yeah. The whole word is silent in my uh, in my uh, LP. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, I thought you were just going to go for the, the blatant like lick pussy. Is what you're going for because <laughs> I was it, fits trying to avoid- it fits the shirt. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to avoid that joke, but I thought that was obvious enough. Uh, anywho, once you get 100 LP, then you can then you um, qualify for your series. I, was, I forgot qualify what qualify the word was for a second there. You qualify for your series then, and then your series you have to win three out of five games. You win three out of five games, you boom, you move up a league, a whole league, not a division. A division, there's five divisions per league. So once I hit this one and I get five vic- or three victories, excuse me, uh, I'll move up to gold. And then when you get to gold at the end of the season, you get your rewards. Uh, gold this year, you get uh, every year. It's about the same. Do but you get more than just a portrait frame? Yeah, you get the, the actual the exclusive skin. Oh, they changed it. So because last time I played that way. No, yes. I was up to <clears throat> I got up to platinum, and I don't remember anything other than portrait frames. You, but then again, you have I a actually, skin. you have a skin. If you got the platinum, you have a skin mm. that you got just for getting the platinum. If that's true, I didn't think you got the platinum. It might have. No, it was platinum, or was it? It's probably was silver. Platinum's after gold, right? Yes. Well, I was getting, I was getting bronze, carried. I was getting carried by Dan. Bronze, silver, gold, platinum, right. Uh, right. and then it went right into diamond. Then that's how the old getting, it used to work before. Because, well, I don't know. But, it's been a long time. I, I, I look back. It's been since, I think, about a 2011 since I've played. Yeah. So every at the end of every season, they gave out a, they gave out an exclusive skin uh, for season one and season two, I think it was. If you were over a certain ELO ranking, uh, I think it was 2000, something like that, maybe. I can't remember what the exact number was. If you were over that ELO ranking, you got uh, an exclusive skin with the uh, the title Victorious. Um, I can't remember what the first one was. I think it was Victorious Jarvan. And then they came out with Victorious Janna <clears throat> at one point. And then last season, they did an Elise, Victorious Elise, I think was season three. Victorious Morgana was last season. And then this season is Victorious Sivir. Um, so if you get to gold or higher, you get a Victorious skin. So... If you did get to platinum, if you got anywhere past gold, even gold five, then you would get access to the skin that was... That Not going to lie, it was probably silver. You were never better than me, and I don't think Dan got you out further than that. I was so. I was better than you. Yeah. I mean, I might not have been ranked better than you, but I was definitely a better player than you. <laughs> Any, no, I'm just kidding. Anyhow, I only got real serious for a little bit. That wasn't very good. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I was trying to do this whole week. And uh, I do want to say one thing. Wait, because you're you're very long winded about this kind of shit. And you need to stop almost, because we have too much. I'm to talk almost about. done. Okay, with my league talk. And then I I remember I didn't want to talk to you about a game. This is what I'm going to do. When you go out on a long winded rant that that bores me, I'm just going to hold my breath. And if I end up passing out, the show is over because I'm dead because you didn't stop talking. Well, you if you just pass out, then you wouldn't technically be dead. You just. I, I want to keep talking to see just what happens. I want to. I do want to see you just hit, boom, hit your face on the damn desk, and just fucking, just collapse. You just, oh, you just took a breath. I saw that shit. 
Yeah, yeah, you just turned to the side. You were like, all right, I can't just, do this if you're going to accuse me of cheating. Yo, I'm not a cheater, but you made me laugh, and I almost just, lost my breath because I laughed. You just, you're fucking with, you, you're fucking up no, the system see, right now. See, you just did a Tezonda. You just moved the mic away from the mic to breathe, is what you just did. I saw it. You, I did not. I started laughing when you flailed like a maniac. Well, that's because what, if you pass out, that's what happens, right? You, I, I don't know. I never, I never passed <laughs> I don't out think before. think so. <laughs> Uh, anywho, that's that's what my week's been up to as far as league goes. And then, other than that, I've been playing a game called Duelist. It just came out in open beta. Spelled, oh, I've heard about this. Spelled D U E L Y S T. Because they're cool. Uh, so did you like Final Fantasy Tactics? I actually never played it. Wow. And I I know it's got it's a cult favorite. I know it so is. So many but people that I, I just know, never got around. So many, I never got around to playing it. Yeah. Yeah. So many people that I know have never played Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's. I think it's one of the best Final Fantasy games that's out there. But I always hear that. Yeah. Um, I need to try it. You love Hearthstone. Everybody knows you love of Hearthstone. Um, of course. It's essentially if if Final Fantasy Tactics and Hearthstone fucked and made a kid. It's oh, it's a combination of the two things. It's a tactical, turn based board that you get cards that you draw every turn. That modify either your your minions and champions that you have on the field. All right, I watched a video for Duelist because I think you're you're describing like this video I just it's watched. All, and I think it was for Duelist. It's all pixel art too. Oh, maybe not. But what was it that I was watching? I'll link it to anyway, you. I'll link it to you after it's over. You could play the whole thing in your okay. browser if you want, or they have a client you could download and you download the client on your thing. It's completely free. Yeah, it's on open beta. Very nice, and it's it's a lot of fun. I've I played it most of the week. I, I I didn't dump hours into it, but I'd get on a day and I'd play a match mm. or play a couple matches. They also have mm. challenges that you could do, so you can learn how the game works. And you have to kill the opponent, the opposing general, in one turn. And if you don't, he hits you in the face with a twenty five damage spell, and it kills you immediately. Um, and then re- you have to reset and start over again. Uh, but every time you beat one of those challenges, you get some gold. And it's from there on, it's literally just like Hearthstone. 100 gold, you buy a pack of uh, cards that you can make your own deck with. and Awesome. So it's pretty cool, though, the whole turn-based thing, because instead of just deciding who's attacking who or mm-hmm. who can be attacked, you just you decide where your minions are on the board and move them around at your own pace. So... That's awesome, man. So, you know, f- just another dimension to a card game. Yeah, I like it. Like flying, you could literally fly across the whole battlefield if you want. Yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe after so, this uh, show for a little. I'll get bit. you. I'll, I'll get you the link. Tonight. Cool. How was your uh, your shit? Uh, my week was good. It was busy. I you know I work in like normal, but I did go to the Coheed and Cambry concert, which was a lot of fun. I took my little brother and a and a buddy of mine, and I caught another drumstick. That gave it to my buddy because my brother last sorry? that was last Thursday, right? Yeah, it was right after we recorded last week. Um, my brother caught a full drumstick unbroken. I brought, I caught a broken one. I gave it to my buddy. It was a really good night. Like they always put on such a good show. The only downer I have to say about my week is they just announced their next tour and they're not coming to the Northwest. So I can't even drive three hours out to go see them up to Seattle. Like they're not even coming to the Northwest at all. And I'm like, what the fuck is up with this? So that's a bummer, but not my week was good, man. It's exciting. We're getting into the holidays and it's always really exciting time, man. You know, it's like Halloween's coming it's just a whole new level when you've got a kid that you're excited to go out and do trick or treating with. Are you and are you doing the whole dress up thing? Not me. No, I don't need to do any of that. I'll just be with my with my lady on the curb well, while Lila runs up with her friends, and it'll be a lot of fun. I didn't know if you were going to be doing like a party or something. Mm, not yet. Get Probably maybe when the maybe when she gets older. Maybe when both because I'm having another girl. Maybe when both the girls get older. But I think we are going to do sort of a little party. 
uh, one of I'm really good friends with one of Katie's friends, and my favorite uh, brewery here called Pelican Bay. It's a, a coastal brewery. Just released this new beer called Bad Santa, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I bought I bought some of that, and we are just gonna we're gonna take care of that. Me and Katie's friend, and we're gonna walk around the neighborhood all buzzed up and have a good good old fashioned time right there. That's it's gonna be fun. That's gonna be the extent of my party. Awesome. Yeah. But that's my week, man. Pretty, well, I don't have any Halloween easy. plans. Mine's pretty pretty straightforward. I'm going to be sitting at home all weekend doing nothing. You're going to hand out candy? Mm-mm. No, I'm in an apartment. You're going to shut off your porch light? Well, yeah, I guess. I don't have, a, would, I don't have porch light. We're when I this, lived in apartments, we did have candy. We're on the second story. Kids, but yeah. And the, the entrance door down There's the no stairs. There's no stairs. It's just a fire pole. No. That creates an awkward situation. <laughs> I hang my I hang my ass over the edge. <laughs> I dare you to climb up. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my creepy rapist voice. <laughs> no, uh, downstairs the there's an entrance doorway that's always locked. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a key for that, and then you have to come all the way up the stairs, and then our door is locked on the inside. So you don't really have to worry about so, having trick yeah. treaters to begin with. Yeah, that's, that's fine. And yeah. every year, every year, we always have somebody just knock on the door and we just let it go. We don't even answer right. it because we we don't have what candy. Do? We don't give out candy. And even I think honestly, I don't even know if we'll do it when we get a house. So you guys don't go over to families and have dinner and hand out candy while you're at your families Kay's, or nothing like that. Kay's sister is having a party uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday on Halloween, but we just we don't have any costumes. And I can see you and Kay having a lot of fun setting up a, like you said, you wouldn't even do it if you had a house. If you guys bought a house, I could see you and Kay having a lot of fun decorating the front, trying to scare kids, doing the thing where they put their hand in the candy Yo, bowl and the I, skeleton goes down and tries to grab I them. I used or, to always, always that do shit, that you? when I was, when I was a kid, I uh-huh. used to rig up, uh, one year I, I rigged up, uh, in a pulley system in, in, uh, on the front porch where the kids would come up and get candy from my mom. I'd hide over in the bushes off to the side, and I'd have a string with a big rubber spider on it, and then I'd hang it up above the doorway, and then when the kids would come, I'd let go of the string, and it'd come down on their head, and then uh, get all panicked and stuff. I love it. But my mom, wa- awesome. my mom wanted me to stop, because since the, they were on stairs, they were on uh, concrete oh, stairs, fall. she didn't want mm-hmm. them going, ah, and fall off the back and totally. hit their head or something. Totally. So I, yeah. of course, as a kid, I was a little frustrated by that, but holiday times man they're exciting i'm super excited but let's get into some news man we have too much of it and i don't want this to be a hell of a long show i could talk about halloween forever though for sure all right well i'm gonna get started because i have a lot of quick mentions yeah you run down you for sure for sure i'm gonna get down a few here uh first thing guild wars 2 has reached 7 million accounts uh this is as a result of them making the base game free and they did this a few months ago and now there are new expansions coming out the heart of thorns and so I think this was genius by ArenaNet to create or to make the basic the base game free. They built up this huge install base, and now their expansion's coming out. Genius, and the expansion's supposed to be really good. So they're up to seven million accounts now, which is awesome. I love Guild Wars. Um, by the way, I don't. Know, did you play Guild Wars one with us? Uh, I installed it a couple times, tried it a couple times, and could never but really not back in the day. I could never really get into it. Yeah, I tried. I was it. trying to remember our I tried old it. guild name. I tried it. Um, I was trying to remember our old guild name. Check it out. I'm going to tell you because I finally remembered it, and I'm going to I'm going to ask you who you think came up with the name. Ready? I remembered it finally. It was 
capital A, little case, lowercase O, capital A, and it was Abaddon's of Agony. You remember this? Uh, barely. <laughs> Who do you think came up with that name, Abaddon's of Agony? Uh, it was either you or Ray. It was definitely me because <laughs> it was way too. It was way too on like way too serious ray would not have come up with something serious. we have we have re- we had rebel tactics lost force for the longest time yeah i think i came up with that too uh we all I came did. up with all the shit we all kind of contributed to that though i know yeah. i know for sure i did i at least helped well if it okay, wasn't so na- if it wasn't with the name it was sure as fuck with the tag i mean i know i came up with impulse i came up with he came up with trice that was dumb that was a dumb name actually i came up with trice I thought he did. Mm-mm, I did. He was he was he was pumped about it because I was on I was on dictionary.com and I just clip, kept clicking randomize. <laughs> That's what we did, man. Okay, we got it. Let's just figure out a name. Uprise. And then we spent two days trying to figure out a name. All right, next news: Fallout Four, <laughs> Fallout Four PC discs are only going to contain a partial download. You're going to get a Steam key inside of it to finish the download for PC. Uh, and a reminder: Fallout Four is releasing November 10th. Well, hey, uh, at least at least they're telling us what's on the disc this time, and not going to be like surprise. There's just a Steam installer, exactly. Like Metal Gear right. Solid did something about it has to be registered with Steam on PC anyway. So they're like, we've been doing this, and this is just how yeah, we're going to keep doing. I believe it probably uses like something like Steamworks, and if you use Steamworks, yeah, it pretty much has to go onto Steam and verify anyway. Whatever. I mean, let's just everybody bow down to the Steam overlords. It's that's just what we're doing from now. All on. praise Lord Gaben. Total War Warhammer is releasing April 28th. It's going to be part one of a trilogy, and they have a whole shitload of pre-order bonuses going on. And it seems like a lot of the pre-order bonuses are something that if you're a Total War fan, you're not going to want to miss out on. Uh, one, one of the bonuses, for instance, is, is, is it's going to come along with three new playable legendary lords, and each one of those legendary lords has a new quest chain in the single-player mode for each one. No. So if you're big into the content, that's a huge thing that you would want to get, and so you would want to pre-order it. Are you sure it's um, just for Total War fans or for Warhammer fans? Total War Warhammer is the game. No, I know what game it is, but you said for oh. Total War fans, you want to get it. But the the whole the whole genre or the, not the whole genre but the whole subject matter behind the game is warhammer a potential a potential fan of this game might want to if you're or a warhammer fan there's a lot of things if you're a warhammer fan you'll want to buy all the dlc that's available for this game there there's a lot of stuff they're releasing a lot of shit with this it's supposed to have over 100 hours of gameplay yada 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 it's a total war it's, game if you like yeah. total war awesome if you like total war and you also like warhammer awesomer you'll enjoy it I mean, that's what it comes down to. Just hopefully they don't botch it and fuck it up like they did a couple of Total War games that came out. But anywho. Gears of War Esports League is starting October 29th. You can watch it on Twitch. I've got the link in the show notes for you. Uh, it's going to have a prize pool of only 50000 But hey, any esports league that's out there that's willing to to do this is, is good for me. And there's going to be eight teams playing this. Um I did read something earlier. I was going to put this in the show notes or in as a main topic, but I'll just talk about it really quickly here. That uh, esports revenue for the year of 2015 got up to almost $750 million. And most of that, let's see, $400 million of that was for the United States. And most of that was advertisers paying to the events and stuff like that. And out of the total of $750 million, $58 million of it was given out in prize earnings. So 
I don't didn't look into it much more, but that seems like a dramatically low number compared to the revenue that they earned, right? So that's a lot of money going in to all the nooks and crannies of the esports world as compared to the winnings given out. Is that do you get that feeling like I get? Or are you looking something uh, up and I was looking something up, but not really. I don't get that feeling. Okay. Maybe 58 million in prize earnings is an awesome thing. And maybe just at first glance, without having done any research or any, any looking into, it just seems like if, if it's a $750 million industry and only 58 million went out to winners of tournaments, it just seemed to me like a low number, but maybe not. 58 million is a lot of money to be going out to pro gamers. So I think that's awesome. Honestly, this is for Gears of War, right? You said, and this is only. No, the, the, what I'm talking about is just esports oh, in, in 2015. Okay. But the the Gears of War esports league, like I said, starting October 29th, so you got it's starting today. It's actually going to be they're going to be streaming tonight at 5 p.m. The show should be up before then, 5 p.m. PST. Should be up before then, but if it's not, no, maybe it won't be. It doesn't matter. Regardless, you can go to their Twitch channel which I linked in the show notes and you can probably watch their vods. Um and there'll be information on their Twitch channel you know, for their um, YouTubes and stuff like that. So you can look it up. Why do we all say YouTubes? It's just more more fun to say YouTubes I don't than know. YouTube. Why do you say it? Activision Blizzard has announced a new esports division. So they've actually created a division within the company. Uh, it's going to be run by Steve Bornstein, which is the former CEO of ESPN and the NFL Network. He will be the chairman and Mike Sepso, the co-founder of MLG as senior vice president. This is awesome. This is the this is the biggest game developer in the world and the biggest game publisher in the world teaming up and making an actual esports division who is going to be they're going to be like headlining esports from here on out I believe. And Blizzard's got such good games that mesh so well with esports that I'm excited for this. That's half of that's half of my quick mentions. So why don't you go ahead and take it away from there? Um unless you had anything to say about the esports division that Activision Blizzard is doing. Uh no. But okay. I did want to mention a couple different things. So I'm just going to actually go over all of mine. Because yeah. how many do you have left? Uh, six more. All right. This way, if I repeat any of the ones that you have. Yeah. Uh, so this one's really quick. There will be no season pass for uh, Black Ops 3 on the Xbox 360. So if you own the Xbox 360, you're shit out of luck. You'll have to buy all the individual DLCs. Get on the Master Race, bitches. Or you could just buy it for PC like every other sensible human being. Okay, uh, PC. Or, optionally, you could just not buy the game because it's shit anyway personal computer it is shit uh no man's sky if you're not familiar with that game it's that space exploration fly around land on random planets everything's randomly made and and generated uh it's gonna be launching on june 2016 uh if you heard a click in the background i'm assuming that's because mike probably had that on his show notes i did and i will mention it's for pc ps4 and ps4 does have a timed exclusive with that release um Next big thing is that a little bit earlier this week, Overwatch beta launched with very limited keys. Uh, so if extremely, you, if you got into the beta, congratulations! It's actually, the, you're one of few. It's actually the first Blizzard game that I haven't gotten a um, early beta key for. Well, that's because you're not a big streamer or YouTuber. That's the biggest controversy right, going around right now. That's what I mean. It it must have been so limited that I normally get every beta key that they send out because in, but it's like. Super limited. Because that's like the biggest thing, right? That's that's what people are complaining about the most right now is the fact that nobody that they know 
that they know of mm-hmm. has gotten into it that's just a regular person. How about how huge it was on Twitch, though, and still is right that's now? That's what I'm saying, and that's what it's a lot awesome. of people are saying is because no, I, they think... I want them to do this. They think it's a marketing ploy behind it, but they people would much rather have Blizzard come out and say, yes, it's strictly for marketing. People need to get their heads out of their asses. They need to sell this game. Otherwise, they're gonna if they don't sell games, they don't make games. We don't get to play the games. So fucking get your head out of your asses. They need to get eyes on it. They're gonna give it to streamers and big big people. That's just the way it is. All right. Well, the last thing uh, that I have is Rocket League just announced that they're gonna be adding mutators in an upcoming patch, and it's gonna be a free update. Um, I'll run down really quickly what the list of mutators is little late on the news as far as being able to see it because they're actually having a stream right now uh, showing off some of the new mutators and stuff. Um, Why are they doing this shit in the middle of the week? Them and Gears of War. What the fuck? I don't know. But real quickly, uh, I apologize if I sound like I have a frog in my throat. My throat's a little sore. I'm sucking out a lozenge lozenge right now uh, trying to uh, heal it up a little bit. But... Real quickly, here's the list. Cubic, Demolition, Moon Ball, Beach Ball, Ball Bounciness, Ball Max Speed, Ball Size, Ball Type, Ball Weight, Boost Amount, Boost Strength, Gravity, Match Length, Max Score, Pinball, Respawn Time, Slow Mo, and Time Warp. I'll let you go ahead and decide what each of those things are. Uh, cubic, I can explain to you, is just turns the ball into a cube. Um, and then all of the next thing is going to be that in late December, either late December or in December is all it says. Uh, they're going to be unveiling a hockey mode. It's going to be basically turning the whole arena into an ice rink uh, and turning the ball into a giant puck. All right, sounds fun. So they're doing things right, man. I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of them. As, and that's uh, as what they're doing. All right. free. That's awesome. Hey, will do me a favor before I get started. Will you tilt your mic upwards just a little bit? No. Tilt it more towards your ceiling just a little bit so I can hear you better. No. Or you can talk closer to it. You can do one or the other, otherwise the show is fucking done. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tilt it up. I'll just talk down. I'll just scrunch down a little bit. Just, just hunch over and have bad posture. I'll just scrunch down a little bit like this. Uh Street Fighter V releasing February 16th, 2016. That's gonna be for PC, PS4, and it's gonna be in the NA and EU. Last time I called you guys retarded if you don't know what those are, and I'm, it still holds true. I'm excited for it. I'm gonna get it for the PS4 so I can fight my friends in real life. The friends Outlast, that I don't have. Outlast 2 has been announced. Fall 2016 release for PS, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. If you like to be spooped, it's a fun game. Korean soldiers have created a physical hearthstone to play while serving. This is one that you need to go to the show notes, click on the article, and look at the pages. Because this thing was amazing. They made the whole set, all the cards, and they made several, like multiple of several of the cards so that when things spawned out of pilot shredders or you made more than one patron or all of these things, and then they used dice for all the random elements of the game and as health point counters. It's like if Hearthstone was a physical game and it was played like magic. Blizzard implementing voice chat into Battle.net. Uh, basically, all the Battle.net games, they are doing a back-end rework and trying to make it so that you can have voice chat in all your games, and it's going to start with Overwatch. Nothing to say no, about this one because it's just no. another VOIP. 2015. Oh, I did put this on here. 2015 esports revenue, 750 million. I have the article on the show notes. I mentioned it earlier. If you're interested in looking at more information about that, check out the show notes. This is really uncomfortable. Can I move yet? 
Go ahead. Oh, God. That was really hurting the back. Here, I'll just do this. There we go. Yeah, why, why, why was your chair up anyway? Mine always goes all the way down low. But then I have like a really long torso and short little legs. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a big midget. Am I not supposed to say midget? Am I supposed to say a dwarf? You're supposed to say little person. Little person? Little person is... Dwar- dwarfism is the actual... Yeah, li- little person is the correct way to, to say it. Otherwise, I would love to be in the position... I would love to be... I would love to be in the position where I could say, oh shit, I'm going to get emails about that. But I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> And why don't you go ahead and start with your first main topic, sir? All right. Well, are you familiar with Quake Live at all? Of course. I did. Uh, when it when it came out, when it was really popular, I played a lot of Quake Live. It was back when I was really into the whole Warsaw days. Okay. Do so, you remember that? Yes. So, so It's been a while, but it launched, I do have a love for this. It launched in 2010. Mm-hmm. You know how they used to have a subscription model? I remember it always being free. There, it used to be free. But they also had a subscription model that if you paid a subscription fee, you get access right. to a clan, you get access to a friends Those list. Those guys had like stars next to them. Yeah, you get access yeah, to server customization and stuff like that. All that stuff was integrated in the subscription. Well, they actually integrated Steamworks into the game, and they dropped the subscription model altogether, uh, and the subsequent free-to-play model as well. Both of those are gone, and then they introduced a flat $10... U.S. dollar uh, price point for it, so you pay ten bucks and you get the game. This is my fav- favorite way to do games, in my opinion. Uh, so now, if you already had the free to play version on your Steam account, like you already went and through and you installed it once and you already added all that stuff, all that, it's already on your account. You don't need to pay for it again, so you already have it. Even if you already had it for free, you already have access to the to the game. Very good. Very good. Very bad part. Apparently, the stats, friends list, clans, favorite server lists, all that stuff have seemed to be have seemed to have been wiped. Uh, that's from five years ago. So people that that's have been a lot of information. People that have been playing this game for five years, all of that has gotten got has got gone. You got gotten by Quake Live. So this is the uh, quote. From the developers of Quick Live, I believe it's id Software. I think it's the same guys that that made the initial Quake. If I'm not mistaken, can you pull that up while we're doing this? Uh, So the quote is, By retiring our services and subscription service, all players now have the same benefits and features in-game. All players can participate in map voting processes, have full access to customize their game to the same degree as others. Excuse me. Uh, and have the ability to run their own listen servers and configure their matches to their own liking. If you don't know what a listen server is, it's basically if you were to launch a server based off on your computer and you have it run in the background, uh, that way somebody can connect to it. Yes, they worked on Wolfenstein, Doom, Quake franchises. Okay, it is it is id Software then. And that's that whole topic. I mean, it was a, that was a fast one, but it just kind of sucks that with within doing this whole getting rid of the subscription base, that they couldn't just transfer that over to a, mm-hmm. like a, a, a what would be I guess a free account if it's sounds like somebody made a mistake. I don't know or got or got lazy. I don't know. I don't. Nobody knows what it is. But unfortunately, for those people that have been playing this game and been in been into it, been playing since 2010 with the whole integration over to Steam and everything. 
over the past like year or whatever it's been since it was put on Steam. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks that this has happened, but I mean, if you stay in contact with those people or you remember um, all the stuff about the, you know, the the game in general, like as far as what servers you connect to, the name of the server and stuff like that, you should be able to find the server again, no problem. But it just sucks that you got rid of all your friends list. That's like the biggest part too. Friends list. What if you don't talk to people on Skype or whatever? Mm-hmm. So. Go on with all right, well, as a result of all the quick mentions that I had, and we actually successfully got through them really fast, faster than I expected that we would get through them. Uh, I only have one main topic, but it's kind of a hefty one just because I have a lot of follow-up questions to ask you and to converse, converse with you about this. But uh, the main topic for me is Batman Arkham Knight is back on Steam. So to those who already purchased the game, Warner Brothers is giving away a bunch of Batman games and other freebies. This also goes out to anyone who purchases it who purchases it by mid-November, so by November 16th. So if you've already bought it or you're going to buy it before November 16th, you're going to get all this free stuff. Yeah, apparently um, there's a bunch of items in TF2 I'm seeing as well. Uh-huh. And get. I've got some things that I pulled right from my article here because... There's no reason in trying. There's no sense in trying to rewrite this any better. Uh, the source that I pulled it from is Polygon, um, and I'm quoting their article right here. Warner Brothers will give away free digital copies of Batman Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham City, Batman Arkham Origins, and Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate on Steam. Sorry, to Steam users who bought the PC version of Arkham Arkham Knight before 11:59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on November 16th, 2015. So you're going to get all those games for free if you buy Arkham Knight before November 16th. Mm. These games will be added to Steam users' library sometime in December. So you're not going to get them right away, but you'll get them added in in December. Um, developer, this is this is um, sourced from Polygon as well, straight from their article. Developer Rocksteady is also working on a community challenge pack that will be given free to owners of Batman Arkham Knight in January 2016. Players who own the PC version of Arkham Knight will get an get that add-on pack earlier than the console owners will. So, another apology straight to the PC crowd, you're going to get it before the uh the console people will. And last snippet from the article. Finally, Valve and Warner Brothers are teaming up to bring community-created Batman Arkham-themed cosmetic items to Team Fortress 2. The two companies are holding a contest through November 16th. Creators can submit their Batman-inspired items to to the Team Fortress 2 workshop, and three winning creations will be giving will be given away to free Steam free to Steam users who bought Batman Arkham Knight. And you can find more details on their website, which is in our show notes. So the game has been away for four months. All right. That's a long time. And it's just not coming back. The game also still costs $50. Yeah. So my first question that I didn't even put on here is, is it better for them to do all this stuff or to just cut the price? What do you think would be better? I don't know. It's it's one of those systems that you just... I, I'm trying to think of how I can word it Honestly, I don't think you should buy it in general, but Mm -hmm. that's just me. I could never really get into the series. I think if you're a Batman fan, all these other games, 
um, you know, all the older games, they were great and they didn't have any problems with them. And if you are Batman fan and you don't have them, you buy this game, you're going to get them all as well. You might as well buy this game. They've, they've put you in a position where if you have any interest at all, you basically have to buy it because there's a lot, they're giving away a lot of stuff to the PC crowd to make up for this. A question I have is, is this enough to make all the jaded gamers happy? I mean, I wonder if this will turn around the, the feeling that everybody has about this game is four months too long for them to just have to take it back and fix it over the course of four months and then just give away some free stuff. Just give away all they're doing is giving away Steam codes, basically, and expecting everybody to be happy again. Yeah. I mean I don't know if that's the right the right course of action, like to give a discount or anything like that. But I do think it might be a step in the right direction if they do give you some free shit for your trouble. Because if you look at it, it never really had a problem or an issue at all with console releases. It was only a problem with PC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sure, they're compensating you a little bit, but I think it's going to be to each their own type of system. You know what I mean? It's going to be, does it, is it okay with you if this happens or, or whatever? What What is that? Those are my Batman stamps, bro. You, you have one left. I do. I only have one left. Good thing. I have to pay my mortgage today, so I only have one stamp left. You got to buy more. Um, another question I had. Can companies do this in the future and just patch up their mistakes by giving gamers some free games? No. You know? Can they re- can they release their games? This is what I'm wondering, though. If this successfully gets them back on gamers' good graces, does this set a precedent that a game company or developer or publisher or whoever can force these games out early it's a have them be shitty as hell 90 percent right. of the pro- time well, it's the publisher's fault 90 percent of the time the publisher's pushing it out the developer wants to hold it back and, and but i'm not going to say 100 percent of the time because i'm sure developers i'm sure there, there are some developers that have fucked stuff up like that before the but, point the point where they break a game where they release a buggy mess but a lot of right a lot of times publishers. a lot of times they're releasing a buggy mess because the publishers like I don't care how fucked it is it's going to sell because it's a big name look at Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed uh it's going to sell because it's a big name and it's due out this date so put it out this date whereas you'll have yeah, do other companies Activision EA Ubisoft you'll have other companies and publishers that will pull stuff back especially if the developer is also a publisher look at like mm-hmm. Bethesda's shit like Skyrim and stuff like that um mm-hmm. another good example was gta 5 on pc rocks yeah rockstar yep they said they mm-hmm. were never they were not going to release a buggy mess and they polished it and polished it and polished it and they released a final finished product that was the shiniest turd that i've ever seen and i still fucking love that game so my worry really is <clears throat> can they continue to do this right no can, can people like will they be forgiven and if they are forgiven what kind of a message is that sending to these publishers that all they have to do is give out a fuck uh, a couple free game codes and they're good a lot it's, of this it, a lot of this is subjective right? right a lot of this is subjective to the user that that it applies to the person that that excuse me bought the game or whatever right a lot of this all applies to them doesn't apply in general but from a general uh, retail standpoint, you cannot release trash. 
You cannot release complete garbage that's broken and buggy. I have that. It's from Loot Crate. Uh, I just saw I looked down and I saw it. It's a a Batman bottle opener multi-tool, which is pretty nifty, but... um, but you cannot release software and and games that are broken on launch because think of how shit used to be when we were growing up and you'd go out and buy a game uh, on a console and there were mm-hmm. never you could never patch a game Mm-mm. right that was never a thing you could never just no. plug into the, the internet patch for Super Mario was called Super Mario Two yeah you can never just plug into your internet. And go, all right, guys, let's patch the game. Let's get it up to the newest version. Let's get it up to version 1.2 where it fixes all these problems where I fall through the floor. No, if you fell through the floor in version one, you fucking fell through the floor forever. And you, it was a cool party trick that you would go over to your friend's house and show them. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was never anything other than that. It was never a good sign when a game was released broken. So back in the day when all of the consoles and everything didn't have access to the internet, Developers and publishers both knew that they had to release a polished, polished game on piece on on any console for that matter, not just PC, but a polished game because once you release it, that's it. It's out there, and there's nothing else you could do about it. You cannot patch it. You cannot go. Oops, we fucked up, guys. Here's the new CD. Here's a better copy of the game on this disc. No, you you can just never do that. Now the counter argument to that is that. The complexity of the games nowadays can't possibly come close to comparing within a thousandth of a percent. I mean, it's just there's so much more dynamic and there's so much more shit going on. That's the excuse they use. Honestly, I think it's a bullshit excuse because at the end of the day, we don't want broken games. So take it back and work on it. You know, Uh, if you're going to make as much money as GTA made with their game, you can afford to hire the staff because they did it right. You can afford to hire the staff to do it right or to hold it back for a little bit longer or how about this if you don't want to hold it back you don't want to push uh dates back and stuff like that how about you start working on it and you know release don't it at give a, a release release it here's what they should do release it at a lower price point maybe half price throw it out there in early access that way people know you're getting a buggy game you know people don't like this though you, true but if you release a triple a game like batman for half price and you specifically state that this release is going to be early access, $30. The patch will will be uh, updated and, and um, a lot of the bugs will be ironed out. And then in uh, X amount of time, give themselves a certain time frame, we will release the game as a full retail copy for $60. That way, it gives people the incentive to buy it early, but also feel like they're getting a deal out of it because they're getting it for half price off. Yeah, but... People don't want to be used as the game testers by paying money. That's just not something that people are into. And if you see a AAA developer doing that, nobody's going to be happy about that. If you could imagine them releasing the next Assassin's Creed and saying, "Here, we're going to give it to you for twenty-five bucks," and uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of bugs, but, but why, we're working on it still. Assassin's Creed that doesn't just, do that. Assassin's Creed just releases a full buggy game in the first place. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But because patches, which can is fix which it. is inexcusable, which is which is ridiculous. I, I just I don't see. That being a plausible method. I'm not to- saying I'm not saying it's the end all be all. It's the best method of everything. No, what I'm saying is that is a better method than releasing a piece of shit game in the first place and going, "It's okay, guys, we'll fix it later." Now, yeah, now, that's inexcusable. Now, in in the scenario, what happened with Batman, the new Batman, Arkham? What was it, Arkham Knight? 
Arkham, yeah. no, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Arkham Asylum came out first. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, I think it is. Sorry, yeah, Arkham Knight. It is Arkham Knight. Arkham, whatever, not whatever they're on right now. Arkham, whatever the fuck. Um, because they're unoriginal and can't come up with another name besides Arkham. They have Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight. Uh, I feel like there's something else. Arkham Day, Arkham Evening. <laughs> well, it's kind of integral to the whole story of Batman. Anyhow, I mean, that's like uh, just saying. What I f- I feel like what they did in this scenario with when they released the game, they found out it was shit. They got all this negative feedback. I know why they pulled it off a of sale because they didn't want to keep eating the refunds. But well, they weren't making any money, right? But them pulling it down and not allowing any other people to buy the game was the correct move. It yeah. was the proper damage control move that they should have done. Now, they should have probably also taken down the the season pass because they kind of left the season pass up there for you to purchase because you know if you already own the game you can still buy the season pass and still use the content but what they did with taking the base game down was the correct move in that scenario but again they shouldn't have released a broken game in the first place so before we keep going on tangents about this I think that we should end it there before we keep going back and forth and reiterating the same things. Well, okay. So another question I had. Oh my God. (laughs) What? I got more stuff to talk about for this. I'm not done yet. Is this the only way that we, as the human race, as the purchasers, as the Guinea pigs in a lot of these instances are going to be able to get free shit, like free, awesome updates anymore for these games that we love. These triple A games. Now let me reiterate triple A games because you got, you got developers and you got games like Rocket League where they're just giving away free stuff and all that's doing is that's creating a much stronger foundation in their game. Is this the only way anymore that we're going to be able to get anything free from the AAA developers anymore is by them fucking up? Uh, Probably, it's, right? It's hard to say because each AAA developer is different, right? In some ways, but in a lot of ways, they're very much the same. Okay, well... What do you count as AAA? Would you count like Insurgency as AAA? Would you count Rocket uh, League as AAA? No, not Rocket League. I w- I'm talking about mainstream. You know, I'm talking about Assassin's Creed, Batman, Call of Duty. I'm talking about mainstream. You know, you got Bioshock those- and stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah, sure. if you're counting Bioshock, Bioshock did did do a campaign where if you bought Bioshock, this is Valve though. Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock's not Valve. I thought it was Valve. Nope. Who was it? Bioshock is made by Two K. You're right. Yep, made by Two K. And that is a AAA developer. So I take that back about. That. That's why. I'm, that's that's uh, why I'm saying it. It depends again um, about. So maybe what it's just these developers is. that are rubbing me raw. You know, like I'm getting really sick and tired of of going over. Oh, I, I, apolo- news I like apologize. This. I apologize. Irrational Games is actually the people that are behind Bioshock. The publisher is 2K. 2K. Well, and the publisher has the publisher has almost all the fault and all this shit. Wait, I take that back again. According to this, it says the designer is Irrational Games, and then it says developers is Irrational Games, 2K Games, uh, Feral Interactive, and Digital Extremes. Take it how you will. I think 2K is the publisher. As well as uh-huh. part of the developer. I don't know. 
It says, I just I get frustrated. I get frustrated in the Wikipedia in, in the Wikipedia thing. article. It says that Bioshock is a first-person shooter video game developed by 2K Boston, later Irrational Games, and published by 2K Games. So apparently, it started out as 2K, and then maybe they broke off into Irrational Games. I'm not sure how that fork worked, but well, is all of this stuff that they did does this apology work for you? Honestly, I, I don't care because I have literally zero interest in the franchise or the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's going to be something where it's subjective and it's a case-by-case basis per person. So if this was a game that you cared about, would this work for you? Like, for me, I love Guild Wars. Say Guild Wars screwed up. For me, I would say, yes, this works for me. And the reason I would say that is because they've screwed up so bad that I feel like it won't happen again. I feel like they've learned their lesson at this point. All the refunds, being out for four months, I feel like they probably did things as right as they could have done. The only thing is I wish that it never happened in the first place. But at this point, I would say the next Batman game that comes out is probably the safest one to buy. Wouldn't you agree? I don't know about that. No? You think they're going to try and pull this shit again? I still... I don't think they tried to pull this shit, but I think what they tried to do is they tried to there release. There were so many reports that they knew far ahead of time, though, that Warner Brothers they knew. They tried about all this. to release a buggy port, got called out on it, found mm-hmm. out that it's incom- incompatible with like a wide range of components and stuff that a lot of people, a lot of different people are using, and got got refund slammed with all this stuff because that was literally when the time began that Steam started offering their awesome refund policy that they're using. I still, to this day, from the beginning of this year until now, have yet to go out and pre-order any game. I have waited until a game has released, found the reviews out, read a ton about this game to find out I'm going to get my value for my money. Mm-hmm. And then committed to my purchase. If I want right, well, to, I want to back. I want to backtrack just a little bit to where you said that all of this started when they started doing their pre-order or their um, refund thing. Yeah, Steam. Is it Valve's responsibility to police the publishers? No. I mean, they are the ones keeping them in check by by when they put the stuff up on Steam and all and their shit is bad. Are you? Are you? If asking, it weren't for Valve, go go ahead. If it weren't for Valve. How much of a lesson would they have learned when nobody could refund this stuff? If they're not losing money, do these publishers give a fuck? But at the end of the day, they lost so much money because Valve did what they needed to do to protect us that they did what they needed to do. If If it wasn't for Valve, would they have done what they needed to do? If there was no refund system in place at the time of this game coming out, I do not think they would have pulled it off Steam, if that's what you're getting at. I want to say I agree. I don't think that they have would have gone to this many, this this drastic of a measure to try and fix it. I think that even if they did pull it off, it wouldn't have been for four months. Worst case, like I don't think they pulled it off in general at at all. all. No, no way. But let's say in the crazy world that they did, they would have patched it lightly and then put it back up. I don't think because right now they're afraid of putting it back up and having more refunds. They would not have if if Steam's refund system was not in place. I can guarantee you i am 110 percent sure that they would have not allowed you to if you can't get a refund or or the refund system wasn't in place they would have pulled it off steam in the first place and so what that does is that that put valve is now the protectors of us and that is good and bad so 
It's good going for back, us, but it's bad for them. Going they, back to that, your that's question, their responsibility. Going back to your question before, is it Valve's responsibility to police this? Are you asking if it's Valve's responsibility to curate the stuff that's on their pla- on their distribution platform? Like it's to their the point where they monitor everything that comes out and they verify that everything works correctly and all that stuff? Is that what you're asking? The, by curating it it is their responsibility to curate what's on their own platform. I think so. But what happens is if they wanted to make more money, if valve wanted to make more money, they wouldn't necessarily have gone to these means to push a game out like this, right? Because the more purchases that happen, the more money valve makes. But I think that they understand that the longevity of the company depends on us and our happiness. Right. And so the way that they're doing and also it kind of is self-regulates by the the reviews and all that stuff it just doesn't i don't know i i mean i like what valve's doing here personally i think that they're doing what they need to do and i think this is why gamers love valve so much and really it's a slap in the publisher's face like they're like get your shit straight basically or don't be on the our platform valve, which is the biggest gaming valve platform has in the world. not done anything but give the power to the consumer now that's right. all that Valve did. And it is great knowing that if you buy a game, even pre-order a game, you could refund it. Mm-hmm. And you don't like it, it doesn't work, it doesn't do anything. So you can refund it no matter what. There's no questions asked. I've done it. I've refunded two games so far this year uh, because I bought them in early access and they were not what I thought they would be. And I talked. To, I, thought, I think I talked to you about this before. Um and it was effortless. I literally went in, checked the games that I bought in my history that were val- uh, available to refund, clicked mm-hmm. refund, and I think it took about six hours, and I got refunds for both. That's awesome. And well, this is just the way it should be. I mean, it's common sense at the end of the day. It's what it is. Is it's Valve taking their distribution platform and giving the the consumer the power to look at all this stuff that they're buying because they realize Valve realizes that. There are dudes that have two, three thousand games on their Steam account. That's where their money is. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, did you have more to go on? Because I, I, yes. I have a perfect way to wrap it up yes. based on that. So keep the whole, keep that thought in mind. <clears throat> well, I want to, I want to, I want to. You want to wrap up the this discussion? You mean, uh-huh. or you want to wrap up the podcast? What I'm gonna no, what I'm gonna <laughs> no, you have another, we're getting you have real fucking topic. close to the end of the podcast. I know. I just want to mention that there's a new Steam update coming out, and they are extremely reducing the load times for people with big libraries. Yeah. So you mentioned the dudes that have three thousand plus games. Apparently, it's a really, really uh, good update as far as the speed of Steam launching. Well, so that's cool. Steam Mobile just came out with their first update in years. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. Maybe the next I can't find any reason to use Steam Mobile. The next, just saying. Uh, well, if there's flash deals like during their big, their big, their big sales and stuff. If you're a big buyer, if yeah. you're out on the road or something, and there's a flash sale for a game that you really want, and then say it's like seventy five or eighty percent off, you could jump on your mobile. You have your credit card saved through Steam already. Awesome. Press buy, throw it in your cart, yeah. buy it right from your cart, and boom, you're done. And then you already have the game on your account. You don't have to worry about the sale. It's really nice. I've, I used to do it all the time when that, uh, what was it, like two years ago for the big Christmas sale they did, or the right. summer sale even, when they do those big flash sales and you're at work, and you're at work right when they switch over to the next one, but you're not going to be home in time to get to the new one. 
So you'll miss that one that one eight hour span. It or makes whatever. sense. It makes sense for that. I guess I have bought games on it before, but I just uninstall it. When Plus, I'm done. <laughs> it's they're also it's also really nice for talking to people on your Steam list if they're home playing video games or something, and you have a very important message for them. You're obviously not too much into competitive gaming anymore, but say you're on with your CS:GO team or whatever, and they're at home practicing, and you're out shopping, and they want you to come home yeah. and practice. They can hit you up right on your Steam on your phone, and boom, you're done. Reply to them. I'll be home in 15 minutes, whatever. That's really I guess handy. It's, it's just what's confusing for me is there's text messaging, there's Skype, there's Facebook, there's all these other methods of doing that too. So it's just yeah, it's just another one. Yeah, but if but you're with a if you're with a CS, we're not even talking if about you're it. with a CS:GO clan, you don't want those people getting your fucking Facebook and shit, the phone number and email. That's all really weird. You don't want to meet those people. They're fucking strangers in real life. Fucking crazy kids, man. Playing games all day with their goddamn Cheetos and Hot Pockets. Right in my Final Fantasy Battleson. <laughs> that wraps up the really frustrating topic for me of Batman. I'm tired of talking about it, Good. and I hope we never fucking talk about it again. All right. Well, now that we got that giant fucking 25-minute long discussion out of the way, I can finally move on to the, my final topic and wrap this, this sucker up. So, What about sucking her? What? Payday 2. More Payday 2 news. I'm Now, I'm going to summarize this as best as possible, and we're going to wrap this up. There's going to be no discussion on this because there really is no discussion to have. Maybe, nope. maybe, Yeah, it's just an update, basically. Maybe a couple different words here and there we can exchange about how how we feel about the whole scenario, but there, we're not going to have a discussion and tangents and stuff like we did for Batman. But All right, so one correction I did want to make about the Payday 2 stuff. I found this out just very recently. Remember how you buy a drill for your safe that you get or mm-hmm. a key for your chest that you get or a key for your crate that you get, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, those weapons that drop have stat boosts. Guess what? Those weapons that drop could be for weapons you don't even own. They could be for DLC that you don't own. So you have so skin, to go... So skin drops for things that you have to go and now buy the DLC yes, for to even in order use. to even use. Yep. <laughs> yep so oh my god with that correction in mind uh the developers overkill of payday 2 recently did an ama about the whole drama uh-huh where they they took all the questions and everything so this was taken from the, on reddit this was taken yeah this was taken from the article that i found um which i also have linked in the show notes it's on pc gamer <clears throat> but the big quote that I have pasted, I, I'm not going to read the second part. The second part is just bullshit that I have in my show notes. It's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of stats about them complaining and things, which I, I'm not even going to elaborate into because we already found out about most of this stuff. But this is a quote from the devs. One of the, it's actually one of the guys that said that we won't have DLC or won't have paid microtransactions in our game. Let me take a sip of, of iced tea here and I'll I'll read it one second. All right, <clears throat> he says. Quote, two and a half years ago, during development of Payday 2 and in the build-up for its release, myself and then-game director David Goldfarb said that there would be no microtransactions in Payday 2. At the time, there were games that were released with in-game microtransaction systems at launch. Players were asked to pay for the full game and then continue to spend money directly after the initial purchase. At the time, Payday 2 features a relatively advanced weapon modification system where players where players for in-game money could buy, sell, and modify weapons, masks, and modifications. 
When we discussed this with people, we'd receive a ton of questions regarding whether or not it was microtransactions or not in our game too. To make sure there was no confusion, we said that we did to make we said that we did what we did. We said what we did to make things absolutely clear. That was fucking difficult. <laughs> if you asked me then, there would be no way we would have added the system like we just did. That was that and then end quote. Um now in the next one he kind of goes on to elaborate. You know, it didn't take us Yeah, and I do want to point out I do want to point out him trying to justify their actions by saying other Wait. games and other people have done this. <clears throat> I, I I do realize that now that I looked at it, the second the second paragraph, the second quote that I have in here actually clarifies a little bit more about what they were saying. I'll at least read the first part of it. Absolutely. <clears throat> Since I went through that one so fast. All right, quote since we released Payday 2 back in 2013, the Overkill crew working on the project has more than tripled in size, from 25 developers to today with 75 developers. This That's al- not more than triple. That's exactly triple, you moron. This allows us to create better content more often across several platforms. Like we've said in the past, we do free updates when we can and paid DLC when we have to. As our ambition for Payday 2 post-launch has grown, we've hired more people to help us make it happen. This is the game that has 36 different DLC packages, correct? Yes. When we have to, moron. New stuff include everything to the drive feature to the comeback of the First World Bank and Slaughterhouse from Payday the Heist. And two years ago, people would have asked us instantly to start work on Payday 3 right after we released Payday 2, like developers usually do. Uh, he's just saying shit now. <laughs> he's saying they would have asked us. What the fuck did he put? It, did he pull a poll? Put a pull up on new the new Twitter poll options. In- what the fuck? Instead, that's a paid DLC as well. Instead, we decided to continue work on Payday Two because we wanted to make it an incredible co op experience. Instead of making Payday Three, which you would have asked for eight, if we had asked you, eighty eight updates later, we have to ensure the future survival of the game. We do sales when we can, where we reduce the price point up to 75% in order to pay people's wages and create a buffer for a rainy day. Six months ago, we also made a bold move to permanently reduce the price point of 16 Payday 2 products by 33 to 43% in the hopes of drawing additional sales. So their $3 DLCs went down to $2? Or their $6 went down to $4? Yeah. And he's, fuck this guy. I hate this guy. All right, one last sentence then. Needless to say, we didn't see the result we anticipated. Yeah, no shit, you moron. And have had to think of other ways to make sure we can continue creating content in the pace that we want in order to keep Payday 2 fresh and exciting. End quote. I pretty much said everything I needed to say in the middle of what you were I'm so frustrated listening to this guy. So this kind of stuff gets under my skin so bad. If you are interested at all in reading this AMA, I put a link in the in the thing. There's a whole write up there. Uh, the whole AMA link is on Reddit. And at the time that I made these notes, which I believe was today's Thursday, which was Tuesday night, uh, the AMA had zero points with a 34 percent upvote ratio. I'm not very Reddit familiar. Okay. Tell, explain to me what that means. So for each upvote and downvote, it counts. So give a point, take away a point. Yes, exactly. Okay. So it had zero points. So basically meaning that it, it had, had been downvoted just as much. It had, let's see, let me do my math real quick. All right. It had 66% downvote 
to 34% upvote ratio. <laughs> How hard is it? Everyone sees through this. Just like I was just like I was bitching about it while you were reading it. Gamers are fucking smart. Like we're some of the smartest people ever. Ever. Like I can we're fucking geniuses. What makes them think that they can pull the wool over our eyes like this? Um well really quickly I wanted to You're so fucking arrogant. I want to mention all right, so I just checked right now. Uh it's thirty four percent upvoted still, so it's still the same ratio. But like So one in three people is a dumbass. Yeah. Well Or an overkill bot. We'll go with that. Okay. Um so like there's there's a lot of people adding like a bunch of, of questions into one thing and and getting all the answers culminated into one thing. So like there are people that are asking serious questions, but then there's also people asking like sarcastic questions like right, like you do. Um somebody asked when will stats be removed from skins? He he replies with stats won't be removed from skins. Mm. And then he goes on. High quality man, right there. He goes on to the, uh, another question that the per- same person asked. Given the community's reaction, do you feel your decision to add microtransactions to the game was the correct decision? He says, while the general statement, uh, so while the general sentiment sentiment here in the subreddit has been negative towards microtransactions, the numbers speak a different language. Players seem to be loving it. They uh, will they feel the How same? About you show us the numbers, you fucked hard. Will they see? Will they feel the same in a month, six months? We don't know. We'll do our best making Payday 2 as interesting as possible during that time while constantly reviewing the feedback. Point. I hope people can see when, when somebody is just a talker. When he just By says, the way, you would have wanted Payday 3 or the numbers speak differently. You're not showing us anything. By You're the just way, spitting bullshit. By the way, the, uh-huh. he's received two, negative 256 points for that post. <laughs> so, now, the big thing <sighs> is, is that if you go in... All right, you you lost me. First off, for me, Payday Two lost my interest when I would go to the the the, the store page and see thirty six fucking points of DLC. Like, what the hell? Why do you have thirty six goddamn different DLCs? That is crazy. There is no reason for you to have thirty six DLCs on your game. And then on top of that, you ask for. Micron transactions to be in your game as well? That is crazy. It's it's all a bunch of bullshit. Look, if they want to make money cuz he was saying we're up to seven we're up to more than triple, which conveniently is exactly triple. Uh and he needs to pay their wages and they need to create a buffer for safety, so they keep making the DLC packages and stuff like that. Look, buddy, you got a lot of people now working for you, right? And you say people would want Payday 3, so how about you fucking start making Payday 3 and then you get some real money coming in, you fucking douchebag? Yeah. So it's isn't no. It, it's fuck. He's fucking with. He's just trying to get money. He doesn't want to, to. Do I even need to say it? I mean, I feel like I got to be on the right brainwave with you and with everybody else that's listening that at least agrees with some of what I'm saying here. And you know what I'm well, going to say. It's just unbelievable. I want to. I want to wrap this up by saying one last thing. And this isn't about payday two. This isn't about any of that stuff. If you're into uh, MOBA style games but you would like to do it more like an FPS style, uh, you might want to go check out Battleborn. It's made by uh, 2K Games and Gearbox mm-hmm. Software. Uh, if you- 2K, formerly of, Ubis, or of <laughs> Ubisoft. 
formerly of Bioshock. There you go. <laughs> uh, if you're interested at all in it, it just went into closed beta, uh, but you can go to their website and uh, you can sign up for the closed beta right now. And I think if as soon as you sign up, you'll get a key. Um, really? I think it's one of those Sounds systems. like an open beta to so, me. So, yeah, I know, right? But you have to sign up for it. So if you don't click that button, you probably don't get access. I don't know. I was. I, How about they call it an opt-in beta? I literally just <laughs> found out about it right now because Chris is playing. That game did Steam. look really fun. Um, I might be fun. I to told play. Chris to give me a TLDR. What it is? He says it's basically like first-person smite. So it's a right. it's a MOBA with first-person elements. Uh, it also has a story co-op thing in it too, and it's also made by 2K, which are the same people that also did Borderlands. Uh, it mm-hmm. kind of has the same art style as Borderlands too. So if you really are a fan of that, cool. Cool. Um, so I don't know about you. I'll get you the link for that duelist. You can go right. check that out. I'm going to go All check right. out Battleborn. All right. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us guys here. Go check us out at trainnoobs.com, tnoobs.com for short. Hit us up on that Twitter at trainnoobs. Hit me up on Twitter at itsnerves with Z's. And hit him up at. Because you're edgy. Hit hit because you're edgy. Yes, thank you for filling in my yes. my little catchphrase. And then you can go catch uh, Mike out at uh, at McMone without the Y. No. It's actually at MCM one. The one is spelt out. So from now on, in the rest of the shows, I want you to say at MCM O N E. How hard is that? No, I'll let you say it. Oh, I'll just say it's McMoney without the Y. So you can follow me on Twitter at MCM O N E, and you can follow me uh, at. But really, just follow, follow the Train Noobs account. Follow That's me more. Sure. Because I'm more important Cause he's than like, because he's someone edgy motherfucker. At I T Z N E R V E Z. I had to spell it out because you spelled yours out. Mine's just a little You've bit. You've never spelled yours out before, so I bet this is what I was having the discussion with you in the pre-show. Is when I listen to a podcast and somebody says, "Follow me at its nerves with Z's." What the fuck? How in the world? Like I'll go and I'll search that and I'll never find you. But when I say "follow me at M C M O N E," everybody's gonna find me. Well, I. Uh... I'm not going to spell it out every time because it just takes a while to say. So I'll just say it's at nerves because it's, it's edgy. I like it though. It's it's cute when you say it's edgy too. I really like <laughs> at it. its nerves because it's edgy. They'll go to type in it at its nerves because it's edgy. Because <laughs> it's edgy. <laughs> no, it's uh, not that. You it's definitely just... cannot do one that long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go check me out on Twitter. I'm trying to post more often. Uh, you could always me too. Always hit us up on the the train noobs Twitter. We both have that on our phone. Um. You could, if you can't find me, then you could just follow at Trey Noobs, and you'll find me through Trey, through that. You'll also find him through that too. If you don't want to type in the individuals, and if you have questions or comments for the show, hit us up at trainnoobs at gmail dot com. Yep, that's gonna wrap it up, guys. Thanks for checking out this one. Please check us out on Patreon dot com if you liked what you heard or saw. Patreon dot com slash trainnoobs, and as always, later, noobs. Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.